Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Hello everybody, welcome to Footy Talk with the world famous Wado and Woodsy. Today on the show we're going to talk about who makes the finals and who doesn't make the finals. And I think we'll run by what happened with the bunker over the weekend. Woodsy's front row forum, he's uh, had an issue with a couple of our co-hosts here so we can't wait to hear what happened. Yes indeed. It's all coming up next on Footy Talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Welcome, you guys. Uh, Woodsy, not so lucky this weekend against the Panthers. Yeah, disappointing, Maroon. Uh, we had our opportunities. Uh, sorry about the sore throat, mm. everyone. It's uh, been a long weekend. You know, chanced our arms a little bit on the weekend and, you know, we, we worried them a little bit. But, yeah, you just need all the calls to go your way. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But, you know, Wado spoke about it the other week. You know, they got beat 28-0, but there was a lot of positives out of the game and that's sort of what we took as well. Hmm. Well, Wado, uh, that was a good win by you guys against the Gold Coast and a very special occasion. You'd already celebrated 250, but they had the celebrations at um, at Shark Park, which is a wonderful achievement for you. Did you notice uh, now it, uh, it's been a chat for a couple of media houses now, the fact that the jumpers on both sides look the same? <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't notice it when I um, when I was playing, that's for sure. But I, I have seen in hindsight, like, you know, like the, the replays, and I can understand. It's funny, but because – so that was our members' jersey, right? It has 7,000 members' names on the jersey, and um, it's, it's a wonderful jersey. But I know for a fact that we've been trying to wear that members' jersey for a few – times of our last home games and have been knocked back by the NRL to wear it because of a jersey clash. Mm. So it's funny like that we get it eventually happening and I couldn't think of it being closer to a jersey than the one that the Titans wore. It was almost the same jersey but just in reverse, wasn't yeah. it? So mm. there's certainly been a bit of um, carry on by some people about Mate. the jerseys but us as players on the field, we didn't re- – we didn't notice. I knew when Big Tino was trying to run through me and put his bumpers through my chest that he wasn't on my team. Can I tell you, one of the largest carry-ons, the bloke straight across from me. Yeah, I could. When he I... saw it in the warm-up, when Maroon saw the jerseys, he was almost headless. Well, I, could you I, see the numbers, but You could see the numbers, which was good. But, you know, I mean, it is an ongoing problem that we are absolutely paying no attention to. Teams wearing similar jumpers and numbers not being visible. I can say it. You guys can say it's a joke, but it's actually not a joke. Sorry to cut you off, but did you end up messaging Abdo like you said you would? Well, I've mentioned Abdo about the numbers and nothing's changed. So, uh I'm looking for I'm looking for Abdo. It might, ma- might take 20 months to get back to you. I might. Well, that'd be a start. I, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm just waiting for him to men- mention it to me now, or I might take it straight to PVL. <laughs> but look, let's um, finish off on the games over the weekend. You guys, you got back in the winning list with a big win. Well, it's two in a row, so you backed off after that Rabbitohs win. So now you're starting to get some form together. That was a good win over the uh, Gold Coast Titans. Yeah, it was important because. Oh, they got some quality players at Gold Coast. And although they haven't been getting the wins, you know, they're a hard team to handle. They got some plenty of strike and attack. The week before they played against the Warriors, 12 men, and caused all sorts of headaches. Like Jaden Campbell was unbelievable. They yeah. welcomed back Big Tino. We're probably a little bit lucky. They were a little bit light up front with, with Mo being suspended. But yeah, for us, it was important, um, you know, particularly after the, the win over in Perth against South. 
the ladder is just so congested in those bottom that that crew from like maybe fifth to tenth. You just need to get the results any way you can. And back to back was important for us. I know our main man Charlie White was deaf on us a few weeks ago, but I never lost faith in the boys. So it's important that we keep going from here on out. <laughs> All right, well, let's, boys, have a look at the uh, ladder as it stands at the moment. Panthers and Broncos are on 38 points. Then there's a break of four points. Warriors on 34 in third. Storm in fourth on 32. Sharks and Raiders in 30. And then we have the Knights on 29 and Souths on 28. So certainly those bottom few teams aren't safe yet. Knights, Rabbitohs, Cowboys, you know, it's probably three or four teams that can still change the order up a little bit there. You look at some of them guys and it'd take a miracle, but these ones could quite easily change. But the good thing for them at the moment, like you look Thursday night, Waito Sharks play the Cowboys. They're, I think, as you're on the yeah, same yeah, points. Yeah, they're in the same points. And yeah. you've got Newcastle play same, Souths. Yeah. So Newcastle, I think, one point well, ahead of South. We have Newcastle next week as well. Yeah, so it's, it's funny how all the teams in that, that are congested in that little spot, they're starting to play each other. So yeah. it's basically like four-point wins if you can get a win against those sides. It's not just us. So we actually play, yeah, we play Cowboy, uh, Cowboys, Canberra. Knights, Canberra, yeah. right? They're all on the same points in that in that fight. We have, you know, the Knights are playing South next week. South have a bye. So if the Knights were the, the win against South into a bye and the Roosters win their games, you know, that, that could set up a cracker. That last round, South versus Roosters. If Jared stays healthy, his 300th, another chapter in the book, book of feuds. Wouldn't that just be set up as, right. as the ultimate way to finish the season? And if you speak to any South Sydney supporter, Maroon, they'd be hating that because, mate, when there's a game like a 300, like a milestone, the sides come up that pumped. Mm. Like we've I've played in a couple and you don't want to let that bloke down. There's extra added motivation for that game. And I dead set say South Sydney will want to win every game leading up to that because they don't want to give a chance to the Roosters. Well, it's a big, it's a massive game this week. That night South game at um at Newcastle South. You know they've won their last two from three, so they dropped against us over in Perth. They beat the Tigers. Tigers took them deep. Just St George must say they weren't clinical. There was a lot of errors. St George. They had a crack St George waiter. Like yeah. There was a period of that game, it was 14 10. South Sydney scored a try to make it 18 10. They just couldn't quite kick but away. But Latrell was in front from a metre. Yeah. And if they get a penalty there, they go to the other end. You never know. Like, it's just they they haven't been convincing when they get their wins. Well, it's a massive game for them this week against the Knights. It's basically, in Newcastle, both every for game, both teams. Yeah. Every game's a grand final or like it's a semi final for them. Now, they need to win. If we pick off one of these teams individually uh, and go through their teams exactly, who they play, where and when, obviously the Newcastle Knights have Souths at home, then they have Sharks, a, a Sharks at, home. at home, and then they have St. the George. Dragons away. So do we think that they're going to find their way in, given that they may or may not have Jackson Hastings? When do we find out about Hastings? I, I, I read in the paper that he's a chance yeah. he's playing this week. So if he can, if they can get him on the field... I'd probably say that they'd be favourites going this game against uh, South Sydney. But if he's not playing, I just think the the load he takes off Callum Ponga, uh, Tyson Gamble can just run and just worry about his own game. You look at what he did with the Tigers last year. He's one of those halves that touches the ball the most amount of times a game in, in any team in the competition. So he really takes the heat off other players. And I just think they really need him there. If he's not there, I, I'd say South will be the favourites. That's just a hard one because he's just, you know, ever since – Ponga's been at the back. It's just sort of unlocked their attack a bit. It's, yep. it's freed them up. They play with so so much more freedom in their footy. And you now Ponga, it's, it's freed him up, right? He's out of the defence in the front line. He gets to come into the back line and come into the numbers wherever he wants on the field, choose which side he wants. And 
Yeah, he's a he's a tough proposition, and yep. we know how passionate their fans are up there. So to have the two home games, South at home, into us at home, you got to be banking on. They'd want to win both of them for oh, sure. Mate. With their, they'd the, want to win all three, all right? three, and then send George in the back. So you'd almost have to say, I, I'd almost lock them in, in it for a final spot for sure. Yep. Who's that? Um, the Newcastle Knights. Right, yeah. So you're sort of saying Cowboys are a question mark, South Sydney question mark, and Canberra. And Canberra. I, I heard Corey Parker on, I think it was one of the Fox shows, and he said they won't win a game. This is last week for the rest of the year. So, well, Canberra, have, so Canberra have Bulldogs at home this week, then they have the Broncos at home, and then they're travelling to play us. That's a tough road run. So that's, that's, you know, Bulldogs, they weren't great on the weekend. But kick out will be better for the run. Thompson. Thompson will be better for the run. How, like, you don't want to pick it away. Like, every hard. time like you think you're going to get a result, something happens. That's, that's what makes this competition so good and so close. Like like we said two weeks ago, people were calling the Sharks were gone. They win two in a row. They're back in there. You're in the top four over the weekend at a period of time until I think the Storm won. Well, the other one is the Cowboys. So the yep. Cowboys, they have us this week at home and have the Dolphins away. And then they finish with the Panthers but away. Do, do the Panthers play all their players? That's another. Well, I don't like. Even if they do rest some players, which I don't know they will necessarily will, because Luai's already missed a week now. Nathan's just come back from a long spell. They might rest Leota or Fisher Harris possibly. I think Tay goes back this week. Tay goes back this week. Spencer Lee New not far away. He's so back this week too. I don't know. Maybe they might rest one or two, but I couldn't see him rest some wholesale like too many players. And again, that's at Penrith. Like, they're a top. Tough proposition at any time. You know, at, at Penner, if they're even, mm. it's well, even I'll ask question, Wade. If you were, because they're neck and neck with the Broncos, if they're the same points and they have to win, do you rest any of the players or do you play and get that minor premiership? Oh, I don't think, uh, I think they'll just feel the balance of their squad. Their head, yeah. head of performance will talk to the coach about how they're tracking because first or second for them means a home semi, That's guaranteed it, yeah. at Penrith. And they'll take that. And if there's some players like, again, they're in a, it's a funny one, right? Because you never want injuries in your squad. Never. But it's actually naturally gave their players a bit of a spell, gave Nathan the spell off the back of origin. Tago hasn't played all that much. He's going to come in fresh. Spencer Lanou is going to be fresh. Oh, yeah. So with Spencer coming back in, you actually probably get an opportunity to maybe rest Leota. Mm-hmm. Leota's been coming off the bench. Yeah, so yes. they're actually looking after his minutes already, probably just gearing him up for, for the back end of the season. Fisher-Harris, like... Good luck telling him he's not going to be playing. Like, well, that's the other thing. If you ask the players, they don't want to rest. Yeah. And like you said, I reckon they'll just limit Fisher Harris's minutes. There's no way he's going to say, I want to miss a game. So I, I can't remember in recent times having such a run to the finals where there's still so much up the grab. Like we're three weeks out and there's nothing guaranteed. Like no, bar, bar, yeah, bar Penrith and Broncos. and Broncos, the rest of the spots are open. But you'd have to think though, Knights, Rabbitohs and Cowboys are really the only ones that are going to shake up the bottom there. I think of the Knights, Rabbitohs, Cowboys, one of those teams misses out. I don't think Parramatta and Roosters are still in the hunt. So, Roost, have you seen the Roosters draw run home? They've got a right run. They've got an all right run. Yeah. For a, for a run that you'd want to have on a run home, theirs isn't too bad. You said that last game against South, that so, could be. So they play Parra. This is a game for them because they play Parra this weekend, but obviously no Moses for Parra. They've still got, I think, Reggie's play Tigers. They've got Tigers who have been thrown down, but if the Roosters are serious about playing, you know, the back end of the semi final footy and they're putting it together, you know, they'd, they'd be banking on getting that done. And then they have Jared 300 to finish the seat. Mm. They could go three from three. Yeah. in the back end of the season, get six points and j- jump possibly 
the rabbits. eels, the cowboys, the rabbits, the knights, and and, it, and possibly even the raiders, all the sharks, if we don't put it together. So, again, like, oh, it's going to be an exciting last. It's not mm. even a month of footy. Mm. It's an exciting three weeks. Yeah, and, just, and no team can, can count themselves safe. You can't. need to win. Like, you got to win. Yeah. Boys, there's been a lot of interesting bunker referee and inconsistencies over the weekend. We saw an absolute howler at the uh, St. George Illawarra Souths game. Another one from Liam Martin. Um, did you guys have anything to say, firstly, about that Latrell situation? Oh, um, we, we were calling that on the Saturday, Maroon, yeah. and we saw we saw it with our first open out. Like, when we – because they, they gave it a try. Latrell was in front of the kicker. I think Cody Walker was in front of the kicker as well. They gave it a try, which they do. And then I remember you said at the time, Maroon, oh, God, they're quite easy. I wonder if he's on side. And then we watched the replay. He's a metre in front. Yeah, I know you just brought up those two, but I felt like their whole team was offside that play. Exactly like right. the whole the only 12, the kicker. The only the kicker 12, was offside. Twelve blokes were in front of the kicker. It was just one of those ones where it felt like it was just a territory kick, kick to the corner for yeah. the sake of kicking. Everyone sort of get going and, and trundle down there. But then halfway through his run, he realised he could get there and, and contest the ball. And obviously with his skill, he gets yeah, up there and produces a freakish flick pass. But yeah, I was surprised it didn't get looked at more. But for me, it's the bunker's got all the camera angles. Like they talk about they've got so many different camera angles they can look at. We could see it clearly on the first angle we got, Waiter. And we're like, all right, this will be a penalty for the Dragons. You know, South Sydney aren't on today. And then we see try confirmed in the bottom right hand corner. Mate, our module almost hit the, hit the table. Well, there was another one actually in your game too. When, Don't start me. <laughs> oh, and we noticed it up. There was a knock on, it got missed in the live play, and there was a tackle directly after it, and then they scored off the next play after it, so they couldn't actually go back and check the knock-on. So I'll tell you what But happened. it was plain as day, the oh, knock-on. Right, we saw it jumping. Liam Martin knocks the ball into our, our fullback, Ruben Garrick. On the ground, Gaz has got a hand on him, passes off the deck, and then Cleary goes to kick the ball, has a leg swing, because one of our blokes <laughs> oh, took him like, from behind, knocks it on, and then the ref goes six again. So I was like, mate, just give the penalty away, give the penalty away, and then – we spoke about after the game. It's like, what happens if you give a penalty away? You get 10 in the bin, but if you don't, if you're sorry, if you can challenge and get it successful, you don't get a 10 in the bin. So it's a huge play, but to Penrith's credit, they played to the whistle and, yeah. and they got to try the next play. But for me, it's just like, we've got a bunker. We spend so much money on it. What the hell are they doing up there? Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we'll be talking about the future or the immediate future and what they are capable of, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Welcome back to Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Of course, the Wado's announced his retirement. Now he just got Woodsy to do the same. And look out, we're going to have the <laughs> Wado Woodsy World Tour of New South Wales. We'll do all the clubs. But in the meantime, we're talking footy. Uh, South still not clicking. And they have now won four of their last 11 games. People just kind of assume they're a top two, top three side. But now they're in a position here, boys, where they could quite easily not even make the eight. It's hard, right, because because of how well they played at the start of the season. You know, at one point in my head, I had them as premiership favourites. You know, Penrith were still trying to search and click their own way and get used to the new combinations after losing Appy and, and Kikau, and they just weren't quite at the level they are now. And South were flying at the start of the season. I remember at one point going, oh, you know, they were unbelievable. But a lot's changed since then. So Origin came around. You know, Latrell got injured. He was out for such a long time. They're really, really skinny at the moment in the middle. You know, no Totola. 
Tommy. Tom Burgess is out injured. Jai Arrow, Harmay Selly. Jai Arrow played on the weekend, but he's carrying something in his back. Mm. Like, it's like he got shot from the um, sniper when he was playing us, a non-contact injury. You know, they're up against it at the moment, and they have a, they have a, a tough run home that we've already spoken about. Knights in Newcastle, a buy, a buy might be good for him, obviously, a yeah. little bit of a rest. Give their guys, you know, who are carrying injuries, a little bit of a, a freshen up, and then potentially a blockbuster, the biggest blockbuster of the year, um, the Roosters in, in a showdown, potentially playing for a final spot. So, I think they are treading water a little bit just because of their how skinny they are in in their forwards. It, like they're dealing yeah. with the injuries and the suspension, and at this time of year, and well, not just this time of year. You know, rugby league hasn't changed in you know since its inception. You need to be, you need to control the middle third of the field. That's where you control the momentum of the game with either your ruck speed and you play the balls, or your defensive effort and and winning the tackles. You play off the back of that middle. So they're, they're searching at the moment. You know, they're probably not controlling the game defensively as they as they'd like to. They're, they're letting in, they're leaking some points. And when you do that, like I know their attack is is you know, as good as anyone in the competition. But when you're just relying on your attack, you know, if your defense isn't on, the pressure starts to build on your attack and all of a sudden you see those little errors or um, the rhythm and the cohesion isn't quite as sharp as it could be because of you're on the back foot, you're playing on the back foot. So it's a big couple of weeks for South. Yeah, this first game though against Newcastle, I guess to South's advantage, we're not 100% sure whether or not – Jackson Hastings will play. But if he doesn't, and even if he does and he's not 100%, that's a massive problem for Newcastle. He is the conductor really up there. He gets in there, he gets the middles around, obviously steers the side around the park. Gamble, he's more of a – like an attitude player, an effort player. He pops up and he he, he rips in and he sort of has those high – Josh Reynolds. He's like that. Yeah, he's like Josh Reynolds. Mm. Yeah, but the boys obviously is a nightmare to play against because he gets up in your face and he rubs people the wrong way. But those type of guys are competitors. You know, the, remember Travis Burns? He's very yep, similar yeah, to how yeah, Travis, Travis Burns, Burns yep. used to be. Yep. Like he's not the most skillful guy in the world, or he doesn't have the um, you know the best kick or the best pass, but he'll have a crack, and that's important um, to have someone like who can lift the energy and inspire the team with just sheer effort plays. And then what that allows Caelan Ponger is to do is just come in from the back and really pick his mark, pick his moments on the game. So they're playing some good footy. If I feel like they do need Jackson Hastings because he he takes the pressure off the team by getting them around the park and controls the game plan, which, allow, which frees up those other guys. But when Newcastle are humming – Mm. They get thirty thousand in that stadium of theirs. Yeah. They're 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 a tough team to play at home. Like yeah. They're loud. They love their footy. They 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 know their footy, so they they can influence the referee because they boo at the right time. They cheer at the right <laughs> time. They put the pressure on the rest because they are knowledgeable. They're a knowledgeable crowd. So it's a tough road trip with how they're playing Newcastle. Mm. Um, you know, and us we're in that same position. We we have a tough road trip against the Cowboys this week going up there, and then we have got to back it up against Newcastle. So. Uh, yeah, we'll be watching very keenly. I think back to South Suede, I think I, I personally think they peaked too early in the season. Uh, you look at the draw, they played, I think it was Penrith and Melbourne twice in the first 10 rounds. They obviously got a win against, oh, they had one win, one loss against both of them. They beat the Broncos up in Brisbane. They were flying high. And like you said, when the injuries have come with Latrell, it's like their attack at the moment is putting pressure on their defence. You know how we always say D's, but they're a side that loves to have a lot of you know options against you guys the other week. They come up with a couple of real good shapes, but they couldn't ice it. 
And from that, it looks like they, they start stressing, they start trying to throw balls out of the backside. And that's when Cody gets a bit angry and, and Lachor gets frustrated, doesn't get himself into the game. And like you said, the middle, like no Totola, no Burgess. Totola was outstanding in the first, you know, 12, 13 rounds of the competition. Since then, he's hurt his knee. Yeah, they've, they've missed that leg speed. They missed Hame Sele. They can't restrict sides defensively now. And, and that's what's really hurting them. So for me, they've got to go up there and they've got to go up with a mindset of just defending their backside off and just because they've got the points in them. It can come, it will come. They've got superstar players. You know, someone that struggled from that is Lachlan Ilias. You know, he was on fire at the start of the year. And then now he's got to work his way. Like we spoke about Hastings directing the game. They don't have that conductor. You know, Cookie's a runner. Walker's a runner. Ilias is a bit of a kicker. He's not really – he doesn't touch the ball as much as what Hastings does. If I reckon you put Hastings in that South Sydney side, that frees up the whole, you know, Walker, Latrell, and they just get so much more opportunity. So it's a big one. And I think Hastings, if he plays for Newcastle this week – they're my favourites. Well, when the, when the the sides come out tonight, don't they? Tuesday afternoon. So yeah, everyone keep your eye out for those sides. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a big in or out, Jackson Hastings. And I, I reckon Newcastle will push him to play because they have to win. And, and I think this one, if they can jag this one, they go three points ahead of South Sydney. So it sort of gives them a little bit of a buffer. If South were to win this game and sneak into the bottom of the eight. How far do you think their campaign will go, fellas? Well, I feel like if they get their middles back, yep. if they get Totola back, Burgess back, Hamo Sally back, a young Talis Duncan, hasn't he been a fine? He's a, he's awesome. a player. He's yeah. a player like you want to say a player of the future, but he's a player right now and he's only going to get better. I feel like, yeah, for sure. They, with their big, you know, with their big game plays and their strike, um, they can get back. Cam Murray in the middle, Cookie in the middle, the experience. Um, but they got to get there. That's that's the biggest thing. They got to get there under strength with the holes uh, and how skinny they are in the middle. That's their biggest challenge. But I feel like if they can get there, and the longer the season, like the longer they go and get their guys back on board, you know, they can find their rhythm at any time. So they certainly have the potential to still go well. But they just it's it's a tough game this week. Then they do have a buy, and then it's potentially a tough game to finish. So. Getting there for them might be actually harder, yeah. the hardest thing than, yeah. you know, if you fast forward two weeks, they get all their troops back, well, you know, that they'll be okay. I reckon what it's the rhythm. You know, Saliva Havili, he's been out for a long period of time. He's just come back. I think he's been back for three or four yeah. weeks. You know, the Cheekham, their left back row spot, it's like they're not sure of who they want to play there, whether it's Jacob Host, Michael Cheekham. Colin Matongi, he's come up with a lot of errors as of late. Like going into that uh, origin period, he was outstanding. That's how he got an origin jersey. So – they just need to get that rhythm and cohesion. Just think we'll build it into the game. We don't have to score off the first set of the game. Just take our time and it'll come. And the likes of Burgess, Totola, that'll really help clear up that middle. Yeah. All right, guys, on Footy Talk now, it's time for this. Woodsies Front Row Forum. Front Row Forum. Yeah, so something that caught my eye, or not really caught my eye, I was there at the, at the time. Hmm. You know, when you prepare for a show, waiter, you, you've got to be on time. You've got to be reading your notes. Um, so we're, we're calling your game on Friday night at 6 o'clock. Um, we know we go on air at, was it, 5 to 6. If you need to do a, a wee-wee, you know, you know you've got to do the right time to get it done. Um, but someone in this room decided to go do a wee at 5.54 and knew that he had 30 seconds to go on air. Chica White, can you just place the audio, please, mate? Hey, g'day, welcome to Shark Park tonight. We're here live for Triple M. Um, as you know, it's normally Anthony Maroon that comes in and hosts this right now, but um, he's nowhere to be seen. So Aaron Woods is hosting here by myself in the box. Um, I don't think Brent Reed has rocked up either, but uh, lovely night for footy. As my man Maroon says, 
Failed to prepare, prepare to fail. What have you got to say, big fella? Well, I mean, I have to say, I knew, I thought you could do a good job and you actually did really do a good job. But I, I would say to you this, Wado, like at Shark Park at Points Bet Stadium, you send us up there to call the game, there's one toilet, not one toilet and a trough, one toilet. So if there's a queue up and you know you've got to go before you call the game, you've got to take the elevator. Now, I said to the security guard, I'd be better off on the stairs. He goes, no, mate, take the elevator. I should have backed – if I was on the stairs, I would have made it right on time. With your jersey issues and your number issues, I know you have a direct line in the NRL headquarters, yeah. mate. Mm. You need to send another message talking about some funding for some upgrading for some facilities yes. at, at Points Bet Stadium. I know the club has been going hard. The club has been going hard, but we need some help, mate, yeah, all right? Okay. We need some help, Maroon. You pick up the telephone, fire in whether it's an email, a text message or a call. Tell them we need some help with some funding because the facilities down there, they need some upgrading, all right? Yeah, well, I, I don't think we need to go that far. I, I spoke to Dino about it. He was in the elevator, the slowest elevator in Sydney with me. Not only is the elevator slow, this little kid gets in and drops all his chicken nuggets everywhere, so we had to wait till they get cleaned up. But what you need up there, mate, is like, if I'm going to speak, blatantly speak and, and say what we need, what you need up there is a, like, a men's urinal. Yeah, That's say, a men's urinal is what you need up there. They have got the toilet up there, and I looked at the line. It was three deep. I went out there. I waited. I went to the toilet and come back in the same time that you were already gone and come back. Because you're smarter than me, Woodsy, right? Yeah. I should have it, stayed it, in that line with you. I've got one more for you. When he was in the lift with Dino, absolutely complaining, Dino looked at him and go, and you are who? Yeah, yeah, he I was thinking in my head when he said he was in the lift with Dino, I thought he might have been going into the chairman's lounge and you know, <laughs> have a little host, <laughs> yeah, have a little yeah. chat. Yeah. You, you should have went in there. My old man was in there, my, my old man and my mum. They came upon some tickets for the chairman's lounge and they had a good old time in there. How did they come like, upon some tickets, Wado? <laughs> well, um, you know, just come in. There was a few spare that popped up and – uh, I was lucky enough to get a hold of them. It was a special occasion for me, my 251st game yeah. for the club. Only mm. the third ever player to do 251. Mate, so. might I say, I was very happy it was your 251st because that gave me something to talk about in the intro. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. It's amazing for you to get out there in front of the, the locals and, and take a, a standing ovation for playing 251 games. It's the money can't buy stuff. And same for you, Buffett. You've played 300 games. You know you, you know what it's all what, about. What about our man getting off the nude run? Yeah. Well, well that's the least of his problems. It was a special moment, but I, I, I've already spoken to you about this, Woodsy. I don't know if it was on air or off air, but I was like, off air. you know, I'm retiring this year and it's, you know, my last Mad Monday, so... I, I'm highly, highly likely to be nude at some point anyway. So <laughs> yeah, love it. They're going to go yeah. out, go out strong. Yeah. Look, where do you plan on like nuding up and jumping into some water? Where like, where can we see well, this you happen? Don't, like, you don't need to plan these things. It's better yeah. like go you, with you, the flow. You got to be very careful these days. A lot of cameras, yeah. and you know, yeah. it definitely won't be in the public eye. It'll be somewhere. But if private, you're retiring but, anyway, there's not a lot they can do. Yeah, well, yeah I don't but know, you might you... come into a job in Triple M or oh. Fox. You can't. Oh, uh, yeah, that's come a good on, point. Mates. Yeah, yeah, that's a good can point. Can you bring um? Can you bring Triple M into disrepute? Uh, well, I think you can these days. It was a time when you couldn't, but now you can. <laughs> okay. But I put it to you that you two blokes that you should, now that you've retired, you should retire too, Woodsy. <laughs> but you know what? You would retire, but you're thinking of the little scam, Vegas. the little scam going to Vegas, <laughs> aren't you? Well, I'm trying to put my hand up for that already. I'll, I'll be talking about a direct line in the head office. Mm. I'll be like, do you need any like recently retired people to get over there and talk about the game? And If I was you, Wade, I'd go to the NRL. 
I'd go to Fox and I'd go to Triple M. You can work four or three at well, once. Well, I'm actually there. going over there in October already. So I might, you can scout I out. might scout the joint out. <laughs> yeah. scout the joint out for everyone. So if anyone wants to come along, um, October 4th and 5th, I'll be there. Okay, well, that's just about it for this week's edition of Footy Talk. Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Hope you enjoyed it. See you again next time.